Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, I am back out at the off-grid ranch and um, we're going to accomplish a couple of projects. Uh, before we get into that, I want to give you guys an update on the biogas digester and the production of gas. Um, so the last time I was out here, which was probably just, what, two days ago? I think a day or two days ago. Um, we had flammable gas. Um, I shared that in a podcast with everybody, so I'm very happy about that. But I show up today and the biogas storage bag that's on top of the biogas digester is actually starting to inflate finally. Like actually start, it actually has gas in it. Um, there's probably enough gas in there to probably cook for at least three or four days. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow the biogas storage bag to completely fill all the way up um, before we start using it. Um, so I put some more food waste in. Um, I brought another, um, I think, half of, half of a five-gallon bucket of food scraps. Um, and I filled the other half of it up with water because it's a one-to-one -one ratio. So if you're putting a half a bucket of food in, you got to put a half a bucket of water in as well. Uh, so I went ahead and put that food in already. It was getting all rotten, so I just threw it all in there. And um, yeah, we're going to turn that food into some usable energy, you know, um, biogas. So yes, the storage bag is filling up and we're on the right track. Um, I haven't turned on the heater element inside the biogas digester for a little while now. Um, but today I actually turned it back on because it's super windy. We have a lot of sun. The solar system is fully charged. And if I don't use power, basically, you know, it just tapers everything down to where there's barely any power coming in because obviously my system is charged up and good to go. Um, so I'm gonna utilize all this extra power and heat that biogas digester back up because it dropped down because I haven't had it heating for probably a couple of days now, probably at least four days at least. And we're back down to about 72 degrees. So I'm gonna turn, I turned on the heater element and we're gonna bring that back up to about 80, 81 at least um, or more. The higher I can bring it, the better. Um, but it is three o'clock in the afternoon now and um, I'm only gonna let it run for probably three, four, five, six, so probably another three or four hours um, but that's going to pump a lot of heat in because I switched over my heating element from 120 volts to 240 volts so instead of it only pumping out roughly around 12 to 1300 watts of power to that heater element it's now pumping out 5500 watts to that heater element so yeah we're three times as much power um, going to it so it's going to heat up that water a lot faster um so yeah that's the good news on the biogas di digester it is filling um once the, once it gets full i'll make a video covering that again um, but for now we're just going to let it do its thing it's rocking and rolling and i'm super happy uh so now um we're back out here and i'm getting ready to start work on my mother's off-grid um solar system we're going to be getting rid of all her old stuff and we're putting all brand new in and uh, I, for the last two days, I've been trying to rent a um, dingle auger so I could just auger the holes down, you know, drill the holes. Uh, and then that way I could, you know, cut my pipe to length for the ground mount solar system and concrete all those poles into the ground. But unfortunately, um, the, the two dingle augers that I was hoping I could rent is unrentable because their service guy that's supposed to service it is on vacation for six weeks. <laughs> but
perfect timing, right, for him to go and take his vacation. Oh, my goodness. So with that said, um, you know, we're going to have to either dig it by hand or I'm going to do what's called hydro jetting. Um, hydro jetting is basically a very simple concept. You're using a pressure washer and a um, shop vac in order to make a hole, and it makes a hole really fast. Um, the only hiccups you'll come across if you hit big rocks, um, you'll have to either manually pull them out or use an OO bar to loosen them and pull them out, or you just have to move your hole to a different location. And so since it's a ground mount solar system, I have a lot of flexibility. We have a lot of land. So I can eat, if I hit a rock, I can just move over. You know, it's not a big deal. Uh, and what you do is you take the pressure washer and you basically just start making a hole with it in, in the ground. Use the pressure washer, but you're also using the vacuum to suck up all the dirt and all the water as you're pressure washing. And it makes a hole very quickly, very quickly. Um, within maybe 30 seconds to a minute, you'll have a hole that's probably at least two to three feet deep and you're talking a di diameter of maybe about um you know um four inches or five inches but you can make it as big as you want and it works very well <clears throat> and that's going to save my back from digging and it's also going to allow me to dig a smaller hole so i don't have to waste as much um concrete filling in around the pipe um so on my trailer right now i have a water tank filling up with water because obviously where I'm going there's no water in the back of the, the the house and all that so I'm filling up my water tank right now I have my pressure washer on there I have my shop vac on there the extension cords um, I'm also bringing a um, shallow well pump um, that way I can continuously have pressure from my water tank to the pressure washer um, it's a brand new um, shallow well pump that I purchased for my home a long time ago as a backup and I still haven't needed it um, but my mother's place is going to need a water pump on her water line anyway. And so, um, yeah, I just got my, I'm just going to give it to her. I think they run about 200 bucks or whatever. And, um, yeah, I, I unpackaged it from the box. I put my fittings on. So I'm going to use it to pressure wash what I need to drill the holes. Uh, and then once it's all done, I'm going to go ahead and just install it on her property. So that way she has, um, you know, water pressure. Uh, and then I have to load up the welder generator onto the trailer. So I went and picked up a five gallon bucket of hydraulic fluid. Um, it's running about 70 something dollars right now for a five gallon bucket of hydraulic fluid. Uh, so I had to pick up one of that so I could put it in my skidster. And then that way I can load up the welder generator onto my trailer. And plus two, I need to use the skidster to move some stuff around anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of getting everything prepped up right now. I actually have someone running to town. We're short one fitting um, for me to plumb everything together. So um, they're actually on their way right now to pick that up. Uh, and then once they get back, I'll finish plumbing everything together. And hopefully by then the water tank, um, the IBC tank is, uh, let's see, uh, it's about halfway full right now. Um, so by the time they get back, it should be about all the way full. Uh, and then I'm hoping if there's enough time in the day today, We'll get out there and start doing the first couple of holes. Um, but we'll see. You know, there's a lot of prep. You got to make sure you have all your stuff. And luckily, I do have a big flatbed 20-foot um, trailer. And so I can fit a whole bunch of stuff on there. It's like a big working platform, you know. And I can fit the water tanker, the welders, everything on there and still have tons of room to walk around, you know. So it's going to make life easy when I get ready. All I have to do is reverse up to the location 
and pretty much everything can stay on the trailer except for the pressure washer and the shop vac i just pull that off and i'm you know ready to go so um that's kind of what we're doing today and tomorrow uh sorry about that guys i just had a phone call from the person that's in town the fitting that we need there was only one in stock and they literally had to go in the back and dig through everything to find that one fitting crazy right but at least we have the fitting so um yeah um that's kind of what we're doing here i'm trying to save my back as much as possible by not digging holes because my back is really shot and really bad my lower back especially so um you know i'm trying different techniques and i've used this technique before um usually the only hiccup you come across is when you come across a like big rock um then usually you have to make a decision do you want to try to pull the rock out or do you just want to move over you know a different location and so for me i can easily move over we have tons of room and it's going to save my back and i'm easy going to be able to control the size of the hole which is also going to make my life easy like i said when i put concrete in the hole to um, anchor in those um, galvanized steel poles um, for the ground mount solar system so yeah um, and it's super windy guys it's like literally a dust storm out there like i'm looking outside it's just dust it is just dust it's crazy um but yeah um biogas digester is producing gas the bag is filling up so i'm happy about that um i don't know how long it's going to actually take to fill the whole bag up um but we'll see right we'll, we, we will see and also it's determined by two things how much food waste i throw in there and also how warm i keep it now keep in mind there's still a ton of food waste sitting in there so my goal right now is just to heat it up once i can get it heated back up to about at least 80 81 degrees or more then the thing will start really popping off and creating a lot of biogas and start filling up that bag way faster the the number one enemy to a biogas digester is the cold weather or the temperature of the actual biogas digester itself so you want to keep that as hot as you know as hot as you can really you know you know if you can get it up to 95 degrees oh you're talking about massive gas production like crazy um, but if it's on the colder side it, it's it's only producing gas very slowly right and so that's the one um, nemesis for um, the biogas digester but yeah uh, i'm just hanging out right now waiting for them to come back with the fitting i need and hopefully by then the water tanker yeah see the water tanker's still filling um still still halfway what i'm doing is i'm gravity feeding i have a water tank on the hill on a hill and so i'm gravity feeding from that tank to the tank that's on the back of my trailer um just to fill it up and then that tank that's on the hill is actually being refilled with the solar water pump um that i i showed in another video in a big water tanker so we're going from the water line going to a water tanker the water tanker is full it's got about 10,000 gallons of water that it maintains in there and then from there we've got about a mile long of driscoll pipe going up to my water tank that's behind my home up on a hill and i'm using that solar water pump that i showed in that video to pump water so as it's draining and filling the tank on the back of my trailer it's also replenishing the tank on top of the hill at the exact same time so when i look at the tank on the top of the hill it's completely full even though we're still filling the tank below and that's because we're pumping more water in faster than we're actually draining it and so that's good really good 
So, um, yeah, I'm going to try to document what I can, but it is so windy and dusty. Like, as soon as you get out in that wind and that dust and that heat, you just, it gets miserable real quick because you're in the elements. You know, you're getting sandblasted by dirt and everything. So I'll do my best to film a lot of it. Uh, and then, you know, maybe I can put it into a YouTube video for everyone to check out. And maybe you guys can get some ideas on it if you guys want to build your guys' own um, ground mount solar system. You guys may be able to say, oh, yeah, that looks great. I'll build it just like that. Or you'd be like, oh, you know what? That gave me some ideas to build my own in a different way, you know? And that's there's nothing wrong with that either, so. Anyway, guys, I am going to go ahead and take my break here. Um, because once they get back, I will be busy. So, thanks guys for tuning in. And um, stay tuned. Things are going to start getting exciting. Because I'm really hoping by tomorrow afternoon, I should have all the pipes cut. All the pipes installed in the ground and concrete in those holes supporting those pipes. Uh, and then once the concrete dries, then I can actually start assembling the frame itself. So, um, yeah, things are going to come together pretty quick as long as, you know, we don't f just keep hitting big rocks. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys on the next one.